is funded by viewers like you. Support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative. But onto the legal woes. So, you know, boy, there's a lot of them. These are just a few that came up this week. <laughs> Trump's taxes, why they matter to a criminal probe is one of them. Let's talk about the tax case first, uh, uh, Andrew. How serious is this and how likely is it that this will end up in some sort of prosecution? Um, I think it, it absolutely will. It sounds like there's a lot of juice there. Uh, the, the, uh, you know, Cy Vance's office wouldn't have hired um, you know, the men that brought down John Gotti, uh, if they didn't feel that they had the juice, there's there's just a ton of paperwork they're vetting right now, which they'll vet, believe me. And, you know, I mean, there, there was some hesitation regarding Vance, you know, given his history with the Trumps, Bayrock, um, you know, uh, Ivanka, you know, Felix Sater, all that. But there's so many eyes on him now. So I can't imagine him playing any games or cutting anyone any breaks in, in this regard. He, he wants a scalp. There's not a DA out there or an AG out there that doesn't want a scalp like a former president of the United States. And, you know, it's not just, it's not just about getting someone that, that on high. It's that Donald Trump's an arch criminal. And, you know, this, this, yeah. these tax issues, that's how, you know, you know, some of the biggest mobsters out there have gone down. Failure to pay taxes, tax evasion. Right. You don't have to get them on all the sexy stuff. You got to, you know, you just got to get them. And, and that's really what, what, what Cy Vance is doing. And today they got the actual tax returns, I think, for the first time, if I'm not mistaken. So they I finally have it in their hands. And Cy Vance and his team there are going to be, you know, pulling that apart. And we sort of know the big picture. He's basically lied about the value of all these assets on almost every tax return. Of course he did. You know, he, yeah. he inflated the values for loans and he deflated the values to avoid, you know, tax consequence. You know, that's what it seems like. That's what it seems like happened, and that's where that's where they're going with this. It's tax fraud, it's bank fraud, it's you know, wire fraud. There's you've got so many things going on there. It's 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 nuts. And the implications are, if he does, if he is found to be you know guilty of of doing all of that stuff, he's also going to have to have a big capital hit because he has to sell all the stuff at these increased prices. Like he's all he's all. I don't really understand all the stuff too well, but the balance sheet goes out of whack apparently. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so it's, that's it's, it's a huge mess for Trump. He's got this is forcing him into bankruptcy. Yeah, well, let's see. That's uh, let's go to number two here. What was number two in this uh, list of interesting cases? Wait, can, that, I, can, I, can I just say something yeah, real quick about, the, about the, yeah. uh, the the taxes? Is that what's funny about it is you know Trump will write off anything and everything, whether it's legal <laughs> or illegal or not. And it reminded me of a story. This is from Spy Magazine back in the late '80s. They did a prank where they were trying to find out who the cheapest rich people were. Right. So they sent out um, checks. They made up some charity and they send out checks like for a dollar. And they kept sending out checks to various rich people and to see who would cash them. And they, every time they would, you know, fewer would and they would they would cut it in half. And eventually I think they sent a check out for like, I don't know, 15 cents or something like that. And the only two people that cashed the checks were Donald Trump and Adnan Khashoggi. Yeah, it's a hundred percent true. Oh wow, that's a good, that's a totally true story. Totally true story. Yeah. No, no, it's a totally true story. Amazing. But it plays into the taxes thing because he's so, you know, he's going to write everything off. Oh, absolutely. Even the absolutely. stuff that he can't. It's going to be great. So now, um, Eric Trump's been ordered to testify in the fraud case before the election. I'm not sure which fraud case this is. Is this the tax case, or <laughs> is this the 
I don't know. There's so many. I think it there's might be. The, I think it might be the inauguration. Right. I think it might be the inauguration case. I think it might be the inauguration. Because there yeah. is. Yeah. Let me change the slide here. There is this other one where Trump Jr. is being deposed in the deep by the DC attorney uh, over attorney general over the inaugural fraud lawsuit. So this is a huge one. I think this has got massive implications yeah. because it's a lot of money for one thing, and it goes all the way up to Tom Barack and uh, who else was there in that yeah. Manafort. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think Mark who else Burnett. was in there. Mark Burnett. Like, it involves Mark some Burnett. big names. And, and that friend of Melania, who turned out not to be a very good friend. Um, and, yeah. uh, or, or a good friend, I can tell. Stephanie. Yes, her. She also is involved in that. So that tell us yeah. about that case, because that's worth a lot of money. Oh, yeah, without question. I mean, you know, you've got so many vectors of finances going into, you know, the, the, um, the Trump coffers. You know, God knows where they're coming from. I mean, you. You got money coming probably from the Middle East, you know, micro donations. You know, there's been a lot of speculation about where where all these small donations come from, from Europe, you know, and they're going through every federal bank. You know, you're going through the New York Fed, you're going, you're going everywhere. And, you know, things like that will give jurisdiction over, you know, will, will afford New York AG uh, and Manhattan DA's office jurisdiction over those types of transactions, not just the DC um, AG. So, right. I mean, he's looking at a multi-jurisdictional world of hurt coming his way oh, yeah. uh, just on that one issue. Uh, yeah. there, there's, there, there's so much going on here. Like I joke around all the time and I say they're just committing so many crimes. They're trying to overwhelm prosecution offices that like we can't yeah. prosecute for that's everything the, because he's, he's jamming up our works, you know, because he's committing crime. Get, tell, stop committing crimes for a week so we can catch up. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like... It's, it's, it's like <laughs> You know, that's, that's, I think that's their plan. world of hurt. That's so good. Yeah. That I mean, it is. <laughs> there is so, there are so many cases here. I mean, these kids, all three of them are going to get involved in various, in various lawsuits. It looks like, um, the, yeah. there's also the, the charity thing that Eric was involved in. Yeah. I'm not sure if Ivanka has yet been deposed yeah. in anything, but that's, that has to be coming soon. Um, and then there's the there back to Trump here. Specific. No, she is. Uh, oh, she I is? think she's. I think they're looking at her for the consulting fees that she was being paid. Oh, well, could that be. are related to those bank loans and, and some of that. It's in that. Uh, it's oh. in that Cy Vance case. Oh, what is she yeah. wearing in that photo, Zev? It looks like she's going to flash somebody on the subway with that. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what was she doing? Eric here? Trump is. I is that a know. chia pet on his face? What is that? That's just <laughs> a shave, man. Is that, Send him up, sign him up for the Harry's oh, Club. Oh my god! They're gonna look so on, good Laura. in orange, in orange robes, whatever it is they give them in in the uh. prisons. Um, so uh, the the case that is also really interesting about Trump here that people are sort of a little bit glossing over, but I find is really interesting because it's probably a felony um, is the Georgia prosecution around him trying to buy the yeah. election, basically, or force an election win. That one is is really moving ahead quite quickly, and the AG there is determined to get this through. And it's she's new, oh. and she's uh, quite excited about getting it done. Um, so it looks like that case could take could take him to court too. That's a very serious felony. I mean, that must be incredibly serious. I don't know what comes with it's, it. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's yeah. just there, you know, there's so many jurisdictions that are going to be going after these people and it, mm -hmm. it, it, yeah. they'll get them. They'll absolutely yeah. get them. It doesn't matter how good your attorneys are, not that Donald's attorneys are, are good, um, or how much money you have to throw at it. Let's say someone wants to bankroll his defense or do whatever. If they have the good, if the feds have the goods on you or, or state AGs have good, the goods on you or, or, or local, you know, you're going down. doesn't matter. 
You're, you're going to trial at some point. You're going to be compelled to go to trial. No matter how many pretrial motions you make, no matter how many suppression hearings you go to, you're going to be looking at a jury at some point. So you either think you're going to be able to convince that jury that you're not guilty or you're going to have to plea out. Uh, otherwise, and that's you're, before yeah, pandemicide have... and, and potentially right. the murder of Jamal. Oh, Khashoggi. my God. I mean, I mean that's right. Yeah, uh, but absolutely. Andy, 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 I have a question for you on that. And someone put this in here, too. And I, I was I was hoping we were going to talk about Georgia. So they, sure. uh, they are the state legislature is changing, trying to change their laws around all of that. The GOP, uh, the legislature is is predominantly Republican, as I understand it. I'm not an expert in Georgia politics, but they're trying to 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 avoid get out of get him off the hook by changing what the what the AG can do what she can actually go after when it comes to election mm -hmm. laws it, it after mean, the fact that, is that weird after yeah, the no, fact you know it, it's a, at the time when the crime was committed is a law that's going to be applied to it um i i don't okay. think that's going to save him in my opinion uh, are they going to you know uh legalize their be his behavior after the fact i just that's like passing a law that it's okay to rob banks after you robbed a bank i i just don't i, I think I mean, they're just trying to take her power away i think mm, they're trying to be. take it oh, away oh, from disempower her. the ag uh is what you're yeah. saying like like this take away her powers what are they going to do with it who are they going to give it to i mean i, I don't know, know. I, I you know she's not going to have her criminal I, I just don't see that going anywhere and i also see that as inviting a federal probe um you know into oh. doing something like that you know because mm -hmm. they're they're trying to obviate you know their 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 you know their their attorney general's uh, ability to prosecute crimes yeah i mean that that you know it goes to the very heart of what you know their law enforcement supposed to do so i can't imagine the fbi is going to look at that very fondly or, or something Mary garland would want to look at very carefully yeah, no i mean trying to do something like yeah. that. you're inviting another pain you know you think you're cutting off one end but you're opening up another you know it's yeah. just I, I just see it as being very short-sighted now i thought I'll steve Bannon had got a uh, a pardon of sorts and i don't think he was on the pardon list was he i don't think so but he um he's yeah, he's he being investigated pardoned. did he get pardoned how come they're still wanting to see all these his financial records in relation to the uh the the wall scam that he and eric prince tried to pull off remember that where they try to pr privately yeah, fund I, I thought that's what he got pardoned for am i wrong ask our i'm gonna right. ask our no. audience okay, okay. he did get pardoned for that he did get pardoned for that um but you know the pardon only covered a limited aspect and that was part of what i was reading today when you know they're trying to you know his attorneys are trying to dismiss the indictment mm. related to that whole prosecution uh to delete him out you know of the case and just get rid of the indictment the government is opposing that and they're opposing that because there could be facts within that indictment which could lead to other crimes that are not covered by the 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 the, the, by the pardon. pardon all right and and mm. you know don't get me started i think these pardons should all be challenged because they're just they're just unlawful oh, yeah. as far as i'm concerned glenn glenn yeah. kushner and i agree on that um we'll see what merrick garland does on that but you know for the time being before any of that can be challenged and go through the courts you know, the, the, the prosecution has a very good argument. You know, they, they, they could have had charges they could have brought before a grand jury for facts that the grand jury found, you know, culpable conduct on the part of Bannon. So, you know, Bannon's not out of the woods yet on that particular issue. I think he's got many more fun things to, to, uh, to you know, to worry look about. forward to, so to yeah. speak, from a legal perspective. Yeah. But, you know, that, also, that, also that, my little pillow guy. Um, <laughs> 
who's uh who's being sued for 1.3 billion dollars or something uh maybe he's an entire you know pillow of empire that he has over there um and will and he looks like this is a very good case they have against him because apparently he was fundraising against all these claims so not only was he lying about the fact that the election was stolen he was fundraising and selling pillows against those claims when he was advertising them on facebook which apparently is a no-no yeah so you shouldn't be making money off your lies if you're gonna lie apparently yeah, I mean, life comes at you fast, Ev. You know, <laughs> when, you know when you when you when you play with things you shouldn't be playing with. So, yep. uh, you know, he, oh. he's got he's got a lot of pain. Everyone getting sued has got a lot of pain. And they're evading service, which is, you know, it'll delay things, but it won't. <laughs> so lame. It, it won't. It won't. It won't. It won't end things because all all these plaintiffs will do is write a letter to the judge. They're actively evading service, and they'll ask for substitute service. Can I serve them through an email? Can I serve him, you know, through a publication? You know, the judge will the judge will take that seriously and consider it. You know, I mean, it's 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 rare, but it's clear that they're just they're playing games, and it's just. Stupid. I would just I mean, love honestly, it if he's at CPAC. I would love for these people at CPAC. I have a fantasy, and I know it's a fantasy, and it's not going to happen, everybody. <laughs> it's just my fantasy. But that, as all of these, you know, these <laughs> these criminals, these crooks and liars walk up onto the stage of CPAC and it's just another arrest. Here they come. <laughs> and they just start arresting them. Because you know they're going to be back. there. <laughs> we know, you know they're, they're going to be there. Yeah. They're all in one place, right? You know, so Easy why not? You know, the one thing that you kind of want to avoid is the appearance of any kind of political motive. So, mm-hmm. you know, we can't, you know, have, um, you know, feds, you know, the, the FBI's tactical unit, you know, jump in CPAC, you know, but what, what you can have are state and local governments who feel that their you know their, their AGs and, and 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 DAs feel they they've got violations of the law here you know arrest them piecemeal you know yeah. let, let the locals go first you know what I'm saying I think that would probably give it mm. you know, the most credibility and and and, and you know we get away from the political aspects that that they'll they'll gaslight you know what I'm saying I mean that's just something they'll they'll gaslight yeah I just know how to do that um, yeah. so the uh, our audience is amazing it. they sent us a bunch of questions this one was interesting about the uh, the OLC which I think is the office of the legal counsel right in the Department yep. of Justice yes yeah. uh, who makes the decisions regarding its staff and how easy will it be for the Biden admin to update or overrule previous opinions example who has to comply with subpoenas and who can cite executive privilege. How binding uh-huh. are the opinions? They're, they're opinions. I mean, they're, they're, you know, the AG can change them tomorrow, you know, once mm. Merrick Garland is in. It's not, you know, it's it's like, look, this is this was an opinion issued by OLC, but I don't, you know, I don't agree with it anymore, and that's not going to be the pol- our policy. You know, I mean, the policies change with each AG. No one's touched that because of, you know, and, and, you know, especially in terms of prosecuting, you know, POTUS because it was such a lightning rod. But I think after what we've just been went, you know, what we went through the last four years, I think that's going to take, you know, they're going to take a hard look at it. This is another one regarding the Trump inauguration fund currently being investigated. So Joe here says, what we know already is pretty starting and requires further understanding. It is being framed as a pay to play scheme to line family coffers. But given the players, it seems much larger in scope than that. What he goes on to talk about is that it does include all these other players like Tom Barack and Broidy, who, who was pardoned, but that there is a, a big group of people that could go down in a, in a RICO kind of investigation. Do you think this oh, sure. would qualify as a RICO? Very possibly. You know, I, I don't see why it wouldn't. I mean, you have 
you you need the facts. You need, we need to see exactly what went on there. But clearly, I mean, there's it's like racketeering. You know, I mean, it's 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 you know, it's 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 there's so much there. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you're dealing with money, you got wire fraud. You know, you you've, you know for for an illicit purpose, you, you got wire fraud because no one's going to carry a suitcase of millions of dollars over to you know, you know. Uh, you know, to, to and give it to Trump. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know. And they're doing it because they want a political favors. I mean, it's not yeah, just because they've given course, you a million dollars. They want right. you to commit another crime for them. But, so, but let's remember yeah. the inaugural fund was, I remember this at the time, and they're reporting on it at the time, so all the way back in 20, early 2017, that it was somehow, there weren't a lot of laws around it, um, that it really was just a slush fund and they can kind of figured that out. So I, I'm, I'm very curious as to what the charges can be in that it was like, well, if you raise it for your inauguration, you can do, you can do whatever you want with it. It can go anywhere. It could go in Donald Trump's pocket. It could go in Melania's pocket. Here's a home for you, Melania. Please don't leave me um, because we need a first lady. So I, I, I'm curious. I think it's going to be if Might they, be the foreign money. Maybe it was foreign money. If yeah. it was that, it was foreign money coming in maybe that's it we know there were a ton of ukrainians there at the uh oh, yeah. at the lots inauguration of, yeah. Yeah. yeah lots of those lots of russians lot of, and lots of uh qatari yeah. money was floating around there and, yeah well that's tom barrack yeah <laughs> yeah it's tom barrack money and you have uh, nader nader also right right nader was involved that's in right. that that's right nader and Broida, Brody was yeah. pardoned i mean who knows if they can still get him to, to squeal or to flip uh probably not at this point once he's been pardoned but you know what a crazy situation he, he must That's have known a lot of stuff to get that pardon mm -hmm. <laughs> right because not a lot of people got them apparently we'll, we'll see we'll they see can the subpoena end. him and yeah. put him on the stand though right andy can't they That's yeah right. absolutely yeah without question and, and you i know, know there's some go on confusion over whether he can take the fit i i've heard yes he can i've heard you know he can't he can't. he can't that's right i've he heard that he can can't take the fifth, fifth only if there's a risk of him facing criminal charges from his testimony you know, additional right. criminal charges on the federal level or criminal charges on the state level. We don't know. But the one thing about these pardons is, you know, since we're dealing with money, you know, I mean, that's really what we have to boil it down to. We're also dealing not just with federal banking laws, okay, which some of the pardons may have covered, but we're also dealing with state banking laws, all right? And the pardon doesn't touch those. So, mm -hmm. you know, California, you know, did he violate California banking laws? Did he commit wire fraud in California? Did he commit uh, wire fraud in New York, and in each state also has their own version of of RICO. You know, in New York State, I think I've mentioned this before, we have enterprise corruption. So you know, you can still follow the same patterns here if if if, if material aspects of the crime were committed within the jurisdiction. You know, then then you can you can build a bigger case, you know, like an enterprise corruption case here in New York. But you know, there, there's so many vectors that law enforcement can go after these guys. Mm. We haven't even begun to fight, so to speak. Wow. Do you yeah. feel like there needs to be a domino, Andy? Like one has to go, and then they'll all jump on, or are they going to do it anyway, no matter what? I do, think. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't, does it? Does it? Because mm -hmm. it's I a former president. That, is it like, you know, I, I, tricky? I think that the you know each state may coordinate with their federal counterpart if there's overlapping jurisdiction on on potential criminal prosecutions. Um, I think New York State AG. You know, is is dealing with uh, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. You know, they do that all the time, and and in the Southern District, and even in the Eastern District, which is you know covers Long Island, um, Brooklyn, and, and 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 Staten Island. So you know, 
they talk. They all talk. They all know. Everyone knows everyone's business. Everyone knows everyone's big prosecutions that are coming. And especially when you're coordinating something that's just so massive here, that's decades in the making, you know, you, you need that kind of coordination. You know, you, you don't want to have multiple prosecute. You, you, you want to make sure you're not stepping on each other's toes. I also saw the FBI releasing a Prigozhin wanted poster on the chef and also um, Kalimnik, which I thought was really interesting. I mean, is that an indication yeah. that maybe they're re-looking at that investigation a little bit more closely? Oh, hells yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> man. Are you kidding me? What, they, was they, they the what was the scope of Manafort's pardon, though? Because he was not charged. He did, I don't think he got the Flynn pardon of any and all future crimes of anything ever in the in the history of criming of that Mike <laughs> Flynn's pardoned for. Flynn got that pardon. Yeah, got but yeah, I don't think Paul Manafort got a... I don't think he got a pardon for anything that that might be involved with. Did was he charged with um, violating FARA, Andy? Do you remember? I don't think so. I think he was charged with you know a bunch of mortgage and banking fraud. Yeah. I what, think. What, I think. Okay. So and I think giving I our about the FARA. Giving, I don't remember, but I think I'm giving American sure. citizens personal data over to a GRU spy might count in terms of counterintelligence. Coveted DOP polling data, you know, that people would um, kill for. Yeah. He, he's you in know. Ukraine meeting with this GRU officer, and, he, <laughs> and he's like, here, you know, we could use a little bit of help with this. And, you know, you've got, you've got Russia, yeah. you've got RIS, you know, target helping suppress the vote in, in these areas. Yeah. That, that was you know, these guys, they don't just wear a sign that says uh, KGB <laughs> officer. You know, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know he was a KGB, even though um, he's the guy at the KGB that specializes in um, rigging elections. I didn't know. <laughs> he was, was just my Ukrainian drinking buddy. We were just having a couple I of just, rocks. you know, I, I have the ostrich coat on and um, I had too many <laughs> scotch and soda. Uh, a little bit, you know, you know what, did they meet at uh, at uh, Rudy's place? At what's Rudy's place called in in Jared's building? The little Havana place or something? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, where all yeah, the spies yeah, yeah. go. <laughs> sort of like yeah. they went to the Spy Central, you know, where everyone goes. Yeah. Um, so CPAC kicks off this week, and and our friend uh, Alison oh, Gill over the Daily um, uh, Beans podcast reminds us and found this, and you've, LB, you pointed this out that the stage at CPAC looks yeah. a little like a. It's not a Nazi insignia. It's another kind of insignia that's related look, to the Nazi. Yes, that is. No, no. Is, that, that's, that's a, a Nazi that's insignia. A, that's an SS. That's, that's a Nazi it's another insignia. Thing. No, it's, it's not a swastika. It's, it's another swastika. thing. It's another name for it. It's another it. thing. But it is right. related Odell to the Nazis. Uh, yeah. oh, it's Odell Rowe. I can't read yeah. it, so there you go. Um, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and it, there's a Nordic thing with it as well, because uh, uh, but the Nazis appropriated it, and uh, it was a big insignia for them. It's It's... You know, it's it, it's literally the equivalent of having a swastika. Uh, yeah. as and that's say. not a mistake. I mean, no, that's not, that's that's not, not a, mistake. a mistake. No, absolutely not. Somebody the was given that guys, How much further are, are they going to like raid the novelty stores and buy the Groucho things and cut the mustache so that it's a Hitler mustache and they can all walk around <laughs> and be back goose stepping and Heil Heil you Donald Trump kind of thing? You know, I mean, what? How much more? Obvious they need to be. Do they have to? Maybe they should. They should just walk to Poland next time and just. Well, take here, it. here's the thing. It's crazy. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. This is this is a troll. Okay, yeah. so this is what yeah. they do. They're trolling yeah. us. 
Um, it's exactly like what, what Weave, who's a hacker, did. He put a great big swastika tattoo on him to troll, to get us to react, to get right. us to say it. And then they go, oh, my God, crazy conspiracy, or they just laugh. Here's the problem now. The insurrection has happened. They went violent. They killed cops. Okay? And they were out to, for more blood. Uh, it, that was, and we, there's no doubt that there were white supremacists and neo-Nazis in that crowd. No doubt, no doubt that there were domestic terrorists there. So if you're going to do this now, post-insurrection, you cannot play the, it's just ironic, we're just mm -hmm. trolling you, or, oh my gosh, you have derangement sy syndrome. This is a declaration that, of who they are, that they are domestic terrorists that this party is a domestic terror party. Yep. That is the declaration with having the stage like that. Uh, we have seen this before in the United States, not quite to this degree to where it's a whole political party in a two-party system, but we had well, a really- It's part of a political party. It's not even the whole political party. It's a, it's a big it's segment. It's a whole political party now. But I mean, no, McConnell no, doesn't show up there. Pence doesn't, doesn't show up. I mean, it's a very, it's, you know, it's the, it's the extremist part. That doesn't part, matter. But it's the majority of it for sure. And they're trying to scare everyone. This is the party. Yeah. This is, this is the, the party. this is the party. Yeah. This is the party. This is CPAC. This is the party. Yeah. Okay. This is it. Well, this is a conservative so, political action committee that supports the conservative that, part of the party. Is, yeah. Yeah. But it's, I'm just uh, this is, parsing. This is the party. I know mm. you're parsing it, and that's great. You're doing journalism. Mm. I don't care. This is the party. These are domestic terrorists. Mm -hmm. This is who they are. We are post insurrection. You're going to do a stage like that and think it's cute? No. Well, it's meant to strike fear in the so. hearts of everybody. I mean, it looks a little bit. It doesn't strike fear in my just, heart. There, it just makes me uh, lose. It looks like a, it looks like a, a butt plug. It looks boys. like, it looks like, <laughs> it looks like the thing in Baku that Ivana Trump built that looks like a butt plug. Sorry, yeah. that's what it looks like. <laughs> These guys are cavorting on top like a... of a butt plug, and that's what they're doing. I thought it was the thing Congratulations, in, in, in Space Invaders. You know, we used to play as a kid, like Space oh, yeah. Invaders. It looks a little like that. Yeah, but, it does. you know, I, it doesn't strike me with a lot of fear. Um, but there are other Nazis. It doesn't strike fear in my heart at all. They're I, going I, to jail. So there's a new representative um, who you might have heard of before because she famously uh, quoted Hitler recently. Her name is Mary. Oh, I can't believe I don't know her. Miller. Mary Miller. There she is. Mary Miller yeah. is a new is a new uh, part of the of the Nazi contingent of the GOP. If it is just a contingent, it could be the entire party. Not only is she quoting Hitler, party. her um, husband, as it turns out, attended the July sixth uh, insurrection in person, and he did it in this in this truck which he has, a really great truck. And on the back there, you can't really see it in this picture, but on the back of the windshield over there is the three percent three percenter uh, decal so not only is he there trying to bring down the government and uh target the capital he's also a supporter of the three percenters which are basically a you know a, another militant terrorist group um there's no other way to describe them so um any anyone have any thoughts on that because yeah can um, we I, I have a motion can we just call the three percenters the three inchers from now on and just be done with it <laughs> <laughs> so i'm officially inducting her into the Oh wait! I can do this on the full screen. One second, into the, into the GOP Nazi Hall of Fame um, with good. all these guys because they're all preceding yeah, they members. Are. There's the uh, MGT <laughs> and Ollie and what's her name, Bo Bobert, and there's uh, Ted at the back, a little late because he's coming yeah. back from Cancun. And for that reason, we're going to play the game. Who said it? 
Oh, All right. God. Oh no. <laughs> Are you guys ready? I'm gonna for be this? bad at this. I don't listen to these people. Do it. uh, it's okay. It's okay. We should all be bad at this. So uh the game is pretty simple. I will read a quote. You guys tell me who said it of these few characters that we have oh, here. Oh my gosh. I haven't practiced this, so let's see how it goes. Um the first one says, I don't go to work in a motorcade or armored car. I am my best security. Who said it? Bobert. That's no, no, wait, it's wait. It's Bobert or Green. That's, you got it right. You got it right. It is Bobert. Um, right, there so she is. The He's there so quick on, on the button, man. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Oh, it's, he no, got it's right. Fine. So. Not you. I'm talking. I'm no, talking no, no I, I forgot to phrase it in a form of a question. Uh, Who is Bobert? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, the next one. Uh, the most mistreated group of people in the United States today are white males. Who is Josh Hawley? I'll say Green. Oh, oh no! Wait, again, I got it wrong. Sorry, you, you're right. You're right. You're right. Give me one of these. I'm going to get these things right. I'm going to get my little sound effects panel here. You're right. It is in fact uh, green. Yes. Marjorie Taylor Green said that. Uh, she heard that from all, all the men that she uh, she strips at the gin. She heard that right. from them. <laughs> <laughs> For all the men, I, she's still, all right. So this her, is though. this I'm is. Gl I'm glad she's getting it. That's fine. <laughs> you know. Good for her. Almost all journalists are Democrats. Who said it? Oh, that feels like Josh Hawley. Nope. I'll go with Hawley on that one. Oh, my no. God. Nope. Sorry. I'm a copycat. Is it, Anyone else? Is it Ted Cruz? Yeah, Ted yes, Cruz. Yes, it's Ted Cruz. Yes, it's Ted Cruz. And I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ted Cruz that, said that. That sounds like a senator. Yeah. Yeah. It's a complete um, sentence that makes logical sense grammatically. So, it, it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a senator. It's a senator. You know, <laughs> It's frightening how much education these, you know, like guys like Cruz and Hawley have had that they just say such stupid garbage and they do it because it's politically expedient. And, and it, you know, the thing is, if it, this doesn't get shut down, it just encourages more of this nonsense. Oh. That's why we have like yeah. Miller coming out now and more of these lunatics saying these insane things because they're getting attention for it and, and they're getting, you know, bad attention, negative attention. But you know they're getting support and they're getting airtime and they're out there and and it's just it's horrible. It's I totally got a story tomorrow, a narrative that uh, you know gives us a solution to all of this, a pretty simple solution to how to get how to solve these guys. But I'll worry about that tomorrow. Um, <laughs> next question: A government that is big enough to shut down your Thanksgiving dinner is a government that's too big. Well, Ronald Reagan, that lady. Oh. <laughs> I, I, it feels like a senator, but also that woman that that's like older would be thinking about her Thanksgiving. MGT, no, it's not no, her. I'm no, no, it's Miller, not Miller, not Miller, Miller. Not Miller. So then it's Holly. Then it's Holly. No, it's not Holly. Or or yeah. Cruz? Is it Cruz when he's like, "Come and take my turkey"? No, you want to go one Bobert. back? I think. Who is yes, Bobert. Bobert. Oh yes. no, wait, there you go. Oh, oh, my my God. God. Right, right. I'm you so good at this. Turkey. I just wait until you guess them all wrong. Right. <laughs> good. So good. I think you might be winning. I can't be sure, but I think you might be winning. That is that is her her style though is to say something just so just profoundly dumb. Yeah, where she's these. trying to, she's she's like she gets these oh. Reaganite things and dumbs them down to the stupidest possible degree. That's her. That's her bag. <sighs> it's very distinctive, I think. Uh, yeah, it's got a signature style. Okay. This one's this one's going to be yeah. pretty easy. Uh, Hitler was right with one thing. He said, "Whoever has the youth has the future." That's Miller. Yeah, that yeah. is Miller, and you get one of these. Yay! Um, I, I know that one. 
there's only one or two left. <laughs> this is a little tedious. Did, did Hitler actually? Did Hitler, Hitler. did Hitler say that, or is that I Stalin? Don't, uh, okay, it's, I don't know. It'd be I funny exactly. if it wasn't. If you choose <laughs> misquoting Hitler, it would be. I'm gonna have to check it. When we get I, it you're gonna have to fact check it. <laughs> I uh, I learned to have limitless thinking from reading the Bible. Well, I mean, this feels very Jesuit to me, I, I, but I don't know. This feels like Holly, but it could be green. No, nope. I'm going to say Holly because, you know, he's, he hasn't been called on yet. And, you know, nope, Holly. Like, it's not Damn. Holly. And then it's Cruz. Is it MTG? It's MTG. No, there's only one left. It's Bobert again? Yes. Bobert? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> she really wins the best. She has the best lines. She really does. Um, <laughs> you don't know her all that well. Oh my good gosh, lunacy PR. You know, PR that's wow. really good. The she's really line. good. I, yeah, she's you guys, a, guys convinced me. I think I'm going to vote for her next time. <laughs> she's got a side gig waiting for her. All right. Well, two more. Who said Nancy Pelosi is guilty of treason? MG, that's MTG. That's MTG. Somebody put this on the Twitter, but the proper phrasing is empty G. Uh, <laughs> MTG. That's her name. And finally, the final yeah. question. If you want a politician, then you probably shouldn't vote for me. Who said that? Hmm. Is that Bo Bear again? Nope. I'm going to say Bo Bear. MTG. Yeah. Nope. Is that Holly? Did you yes, it is. Holly? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> he snookered us again. And that is the end of... Guys. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's our game. Love you said it. that. All right. Game. There you go. That's our show for tonight. Except we've got one more thing to talk about. Firstly, Greg Oliar has the best podcast in the business. And where, why aren't you on camera as I say this? Um, so in his brand new podcast that just launched the other day, two, are you two episodes in yet? I'm two, just, episodes, I'm two episodes in. First I didn't miss, episode I missed with the LB. second one. The first right. one is really good. The second one is with Moscow Never Sleeps, talking uh, about Brett Kavanaugh's finances. It is really good. Yep. I got to say, it's nice to, and it was great to hear both of you in a different setting and have this sort of this really authentic conversation with the two of you because it's, you know, we get to talk all the time, but this is a different kind of format. So it was really good, and I got to learn a lot from that show. And I hope everyone uh, subscribes and downloads and uh, listens to your podcast on a regular basis. Um, so you've Thank got you. what's what's this week's episode? This week I have I have um, Eric Bowler who does Press Run, um, mm -hmm. the media critic. He and I are on and. This one is just basically we talk for like 50 minutes. I, I throw out reasons why the media failed in 2016 through now. And then he talks about the reason that I give him and we have a discussion about it. And we it easily could have gone all day, but we, yeah. you know, we tried to we tried to limit it to. Uh, so it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Do you still have the blanket and, um, for your guests? Do you still do the thing? No, the no, that oh, was only the episode. Was, we, 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 we abandoned that. We, I was going to have you, you guys know. recreate it, but. <laughs> You know, yeah. to the mattress. Oh, I have so. a whole, I have a whole studio now. Yeah. So you're fine. Yeah. You got it. Um, and well, thank you, there's you. A, and in your, the other part of your media empire is 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 is, oh. is the is the Prevail uh, newsletter, and you had a fantastic story today about this gentleman, Leonard yeah, Leo. Is, what a name! This Who is calls himself Leonard Leo? For, well, I don't, I don't know if he has control over his name, but he's he's an interesting character, and Leo Leo. He he's a guy that. Um, my cat's name is Leo and I call him Leonard sometimes. So every time I was writing the word Leo, I was thinking of my cat. Okay. Um, anyway, he, he's a name that, that pops up, you know, you read about this federalist society and this and that. And then I was, I don't know, I Googled him just to find out more. I'm like, he's 56 years old. 
how can he only be 56? He's not that much older than me. And it kind of made me, maybe I just imagined that he was like this really decrepit, old, horrible guy, like, like a lot of them are, you know, that are, that are, you know, pulling the strings behind the scenes. So I wanted to do more research into him. Um, he also abuts the Kavanaugh series that, that we, that LB and I have been working on. Um, yeah. Cause he, you know, he put Kavanaugh or helped put Kavanaugh uh, on the Supreme Court. And this is a guy who put five justices on the Supreme Court. That was stunning. When, when I read that, I got so mad. It really is maddening. This guy had control over yeah. five justices on the Supreme Court. And he's Court. really I mean, good friends insane. with Clarence Thomas. Yeah. He put five on the Supreme Court. And then I found, and then, and Sonia Santomayor, who's not, you know, Leonard Leo doesn't like her, but she's Catholic also. There are seven of the nine Supreme Court justices are practicing Catholics, which, you know, I, I was raised Catholic, and this makes no sense. Like, it should no be sense. seven of any one, you know. It's just, well, really? Can they just grab them um, so anyway, and start again? I, it's, it's, it seems I wanted to, to pull the, uh, yeah, we should. I wanted to pull the, the curtain away from this guy because he's kind of a, I was doing research into him, and I could not figure out where he went to high school. He's from New Jersey, Central Jersey, and he wants you to know he went to Cornell and he this, this and this, and he's a knight of Malta he's very proud of. But God, I, I looked for an hour. I could not figure out where in New Jersey this guy's from. And he's, I found out, somebody on Twitter said, and I've not confirmed this, it's Monroe Township Public High School in Monroe Township, New Jersey, which is in central Jersey around, kind of near Freehold. Um, so I think he's just, he didn't want, he doesn't want people to know where he's from because he's embarrassed or ashamed. He's embarrassed by his Jersey roots. And it, oh, he's wow. one of these guys, he's, he's a climber and he's status yeah. conscious. Every profile, yeah. he wants you to know that he's a wine connoisseur. He has a special room at Morton's in DC, a special oh. room in the wine cellar just for his wines. Oh. Cause he has such refined palate <laughs> of wine. I don't know how he and Kavanaugh got along because Leo is such a wine guy and Kavanaugh, as we know, prefers beer guy. Beer, the beer guy, right? so yeah. He probably anyway, wrote this that is the guy. Kavanaugh. This guy, this letter Leo his, guy. Uh, wine connoisseurship in Central Jersey, apparently. In the vineyards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I wanted to put this together so that people knew more about him because I didn't really know that much about him. I'd heard the name and um senator whitehouse has done a really good job kind of explaining the network of not-for-profits that leo kind of is involved with his tentacles are kind of everywhere um you know, there's federalist society there's judicial crisis network there's the beckett fund which is this religious rights group that is for freedom of religion except but not if you're muslim though but um you know other religions though great so and a bunch of other things he's been involved he was set up a a charity with steve bannon and with uh, rebecca mercer so he's getting money yeah. from these people these guys in a five-year span raised 250 million dollars in dark money a quarter of a billion dollars in dark money to do all this little dirty shit that they do to get these judges on the courts right wow. so very catholic best, to me no, and they write it, all those it, amica, they write all those amica briefs. They do all of yeah. that. Yeah. They do all there, of there that was, shit to try to yeah. push. I, I, I didn't put this in the piece, but they, they, you know, there, it was a piece about the Federalist Society. They were talking about the Affordable Care Act and how they wanted, you know, how they would strike it down. And they kind of made it into this ideological thing. Like one of those, like, oh, whatever, it's the 14th Amendment or whatever amendment it is. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, we can challenge it this way. And it's like, there are a bunch of ideological assholes who don't, it doesn't occur to them that by challenging the Affordable Care Act, they're just 
fucking over millions of Americans. They're just fucking people yeah. over and endangering lives. And that's what they're doing. And that's what they want to do. So this is guy is a, first of all, he's, he's, he thinks he's smart. And he's not, he just cares so much about, uh, anti-choice. He's cares so much about foisting his own, uh, sick beliefs onto women. Right. He just, is there anything more like they, they call pro-life? It's not pro-life. It's pro. I want the state to tell me, I want the state to tell women what they should do with their bodies, which is the most anti-democratic thing that I can imagine. And he believes in this so much. It's so important to him that he's going to fuck over not only the judicial system, but the only way these guys are going to get what they want is if there's an authoritarian takeover of this country, which is yeah. ultimately, by the way, what they're trying to do. Yeah. That's that's what the Kavanaugh business winds up. That's where it's going. That's, right. that's the scary part. It's not about Trump and his bullshit. It's about they want they want a Catholic, radical Catholic caliphate in the United States, yeah, which insane. I joke, not Sharia law, Maria law. Yeah. That's what they want. Okay. This guy's dangerous. <laughs> Those so the best thing we can do, the best thing that we can do, this, this is my fantasy. This motherfucker has spent all these years getting all his judges there. The best thing we can do is be like, guess what? Now there's going to be 81 justices on the Supreme Court. <laughs> Fuck you! I think we should. That's what I want. I think we should. I just expand I think we it. Yeah. 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 We should not know the names of the, all the justices. Expand the court. I don't want to know. I know. We should have I a separation either. of church I... and state, right? Isn't that part of the whole thing about America? Yes. yes. What yes. are they doing yes. there? What are they doing there with all this business? It's enough. They don't want that. They want they want it combined, and they don't want any religion. They want radical Catholicism, which is different from Catholicism. It's a different thing. Yeah. Dominion. It is. It's, it's very thing. connected. It, well, it's very connected to that uh, that symbol at CPAC. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in that mm -hmm. it came, what he, the Opus Day that he's a part of, the, it came out of Franco, right, Greg? Yes. Yeah, no, it's this fascist is, Spain a, it's, bullshit. It's fascist Spain uh, bullshit uh, uh, from the church in, in Spain, right? Mm. The Orthodox Church in Spain. It's just fascist crap, uh, and and that seems to have, boy. I mean, we had Dave Troyan on Tuesday, and he went through for Q how many were military intelligence officers connected to Q or prof, you know professing Q. You you do that with Opus Day, you're going to see a lot of, of spies. Let's just call it what it right. is. Yeah. And and Greg gets into that in the piece in a really, I think, a really fair way, um, but still. Uh, ex, you know, we got to talk about this. I mean, the yeah. foreign influence uh, co is coming in ideologically as much as it's coming in with money. It's yeah, and it's, it's, about, it's, it's just about the stabilization, you know, the foreign the foreign money. They want to destabilize. Yeah. Don't care how they do it. Yeah. This all reminds me of the purge, like yeah. the purge movies, you know, the new founding fathers, you know, and how there's so many religious overtones are involved in that. And just, you know, yeah. the direct, not necessarily that we're going to have a day of just murdering people, but, you know, that... You know that the kind of you know um, you know authoritarianism that Greg Apple describes is yeah. the ultimate goal. You know, so it, it's 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 well. You know, and it's if you're up. looking at if we're looking at foreign influence, I don't know how many times we've had our own intelligence officers t say to us and and heads of these agencies say, well, what the Kremlin looks to and what these and and even China they look to are are cracks, the things mm -hmm. that socially are. They, what used to be called wedge issues and then lean into that crack. Well, mm -hmm. this is the guy who who created the cracks, who helps put all the ideology around the cracks, who puts money behind advancing the cracks. So he's doing the work of, of uh, it's very un-American work, quite mm -hmm. frankly. Yeah. 
It no, really it, is. It, it's un-American. I, I, can I just I, before I know we got to we got to wind oh, up, but I want to make it time. very clear: this is radical Catholicism is different than Catholicism. It yeah. is a it is a different strain of the religion. I was raised Catholic. I was confirmed. I went to Catholic college. My family is all Catholic. These are my people, and this guy does not represent what most of the people that I know who are Catholic represent. And I want to make that not. crystal clear. Of course not. They're crystal just clear. getting a platform. You know, it's like getting all these yeah. horrible people into office. Tons of money go behind it. You know, and it, all yeah. this attention that we pay to these psychopaths, and you know, um, yeah. it, it is done with a lot of money. You know, they, they're put out there, and it seems like they're the main thing. Mainstream America. That's what we are now. We're these crazy lunatics who, you know, want to control women's bodies and and turn us into some sort of, you know, you know, you know, autocracy in some fashion. You know, and and that's the thing that I think we need to focus on. Our government needs to focus on is turning off these loudspeakers. You know, these loudspeakers that are, pro are just spewing all sorts of crazy propaganda that's just making people nuts. You know, I mean, most people can deal with it and just whatever. You know, going with their lives. But there, there are people out there that can easily be weaponized. And we, we've seen this, you know, firsthand, you know, on January 6th and, and, and elsewhere, you know, and, and that's what needs to end. We need to shut these damn, you know, megaphones down, you know, especially from foreign influence. You know, you, foreign influence does not have a First Amendment right to spew this nonsense and put it into our polity. Um, you know, there's no First Amendment right for a hostile intelligence service to, to spew you know, disinformation. I mean, they, they, you know, someone, I was actually arguing with someone about that on Twitter. You know, a blue check. And I'm just like, you know, th there are limitations here and you can cr easily narrowly craft statutory law to, to address these issues. You know, it's not like we're curtailing or killing the First Amendment. That's not what's happening. You know, we're protecting right. ourselves. These guys are sponsors of, we of can't be terrorism. You know, I mean, it, we've got to deal with this thing head on. It's poison. Yeah, I think they really are these these networks and these amplification vehicles that they have, whether it's Newsmax or whomever, they're basically sponsors of domestic terrorism. We've now had a domestic terrorism incident and we've got these news organizations, so-called news organizations, you know, continuing to spout lies to incite more violence and incite another another, you know, insurrection or whatever it is they want to do next. And the, there's absolutely good reason to stop uh, a, a sponsor of state terrorism from broadcasting to American homes. We wouldn't let ISIS broadcast into american homes we shouldn't let these guys broadcast into american homes it's it's the I'm, same it's, energy it's the same, it's the same thing energy. and yeah. we've got to shut them down and it's not un-american un and in fact it's absolutely necessary to save america so 100 percent, i agree with you andrew on that yeah. it's time to go though it's as fun as this yeah. is um thanks very much guys what a great show really interesting stuff thank you greg oliar lb and andrew laufer uh anyone want to say anything promote anything do anything before we go you guys are the best oh. Oh, you're the best. Ah, <laughs> thank right. you. Good night, everybody. You are too. Good night, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye.